Welcome to Untold Physio Stories, a podcast that informs and educates by connecting you to rehab industry leaders who share their candid successes and failures in business and practice. This episode of Untold Physio Stories is sponsored by Edge Mobility System. Edge Mobility System is your online site for everything a PT, OT, DC, MT, ATC, or fitness pro would need. Get certified in blood flow restriction therapy or training online. Check out our full modern manual therapy seminars, ISTM toolkit, edge suspension trainer, portable tables, and more. Untold Physio Stories listeners can save 10% by going to edgemobsys.com. That's E-D-G-E-M-O-B-S-Y-S.com slash untold to save 10% off their first purchase. Edge Health and Tech Solutions. We do websites that work for you and give you an edge over the competition. Did you know that you have less than 10 seconds to capture someone's interest in your website before they click away? How about the fact that most people are accessing your website from their phone? Save thousands and get a fully mobile, appealing, and SEO-optimized website linked to your social media, email list, and Google My Business. All for one low price and no monthly fees. Why not keep doing what you do best in your business and allow us to handle the tech side? Let's get started. Find us at edgehealthandtech.com. Welcome back to Untold Physio Stories Podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Dr. E, with Modern Manual Therapy, Edge Mobility System, uh, the Eclectic Approach, Modern Rehab Mastery, my online mentoring program, and uh, the Manual Therapist blog. And of course, Untold Physio Stories. Uh, My co-hosts aren't available, so Dana and Andrew are not free, but I have a special guest. You may know him from Instagram as the Performance Doc. It's Dr. Leon Knight. He's one of my favorite people to follow on social media. If you don't follow him, make sure to follow him at the Performance Doc on Instagram. So welcome, Leon. And I, uh, we've been talking. I've been on your post- podcast a couple of times, and I loved it. I and it's time that I had you on mine. And it was time. Hey, I'm sorry to cut you off. I thought you were done. But look, I am happy to be on your podcast. It's been a while um, in terms of trying to make this happen. But I'm glad to be on here, and uh, it's always fun when we get together. For sure. Well, you know, one of the uh, the taglines for Untold Physio Stories is physio failure. So uh, everyone likes, everyone loves an epic fail. I don't know if you have an epic fail, but you did say, I have a fail story for you. Yes, I do. Um, All right, so <laughs> let's go. I'm already laughing because for me, uh, if I was, a, I got to step back, right? So and when I was in grad school, we, I was in a problem-based learning program. So we get around in a circle and they have multiple groups. So I was in a group and probably what, 10 or 11 of us, we go through every case study that they give us and we talk about how we evaluate, how we'll treat the exercises and then bring on the research, right? So that's the setting. And so when it came to the geriatrics one, i never forget that I was... I thought we overdid it when it came to making sure everything was safe, making sure we checked blood pressure, heart rate, you know, O2, like, you know, everything. And so I would always 
not skip that, but be ready to move on, thinking nobody's falling on your watch. Nobody's passing out. Not, none of that, right? So um, you fast forward to me four months out, especially in the private practice setting. I knew I was going into private practice, outpatient setting. So I was thinking, I don't have to really worry about that. Well, I um, four months in, so I graduated in May. And I would say definitely I started in August. So you're looking at around November, December-ish. I thought I had it down a little bit. You know, you, you get a few patients and it's gone. <laughs> you had it down after four months, right? <laughs> well, you, get a flow. you think you have a flow, right? Oh, I got a couple of exercises in my hat, you know, on my belt that I always use and they seem to do pretty well. And I feel good about coaching them. Well, this 92 year old uh, patient, he walks in, he, he's my first, he's my patient. And during the subject of he's talking about, I don't know what it is, but my legs are weak. And I said, go into more detail about that. He said, well, I, look, I can be walking or standing, and I can't predict when, but my legs will just go out on me, and I cannot prevent myself from falling or just in general going down to the floor. And I'm thinking, I don't know what. Like, <laughs> I don't know what he means. Maybe he just doesn't have the endurance. So uh, the second session or so, he comes in, and – I put him on the bike and I put him on the bike for like five minutes and I have to set the, set the stage. He's walking in with a rollator, right? So he has a rollator just in case anything happens. And um, that's the way you get around. So of course we, we walk over there and get him on the bike and for five minutes he's on the bike. And I said, just a comfortable speed. And I go and of course try to document some of the notes that I'm already behind on. And I come back once the five minutes is up and this is a typical clinic, so there's multiple tables that are between the bike and the one that I don't need to get to. My, I think the table is like third table, but I'm setting the scene because of the fact that it was only a 10, maybe 10 feet at the most that we had to get to the table. So he gets off the bike. He's like, man, that was a workout. And uh, so are you, you need to take a few seconds or go, no, I feel all right. I feel all right. I think I can go. And so he gets in the roll later. And again, you know, me, like I said, in the, that PBL model, it's like everyone's talking about make sure it's contact guard, men assist, mod assist. Which one are, which are you going to do? And I'm like, ah, you know, you just, you'll do whatever you need at the time. So I guess, you know, I was cavalier, kind of nonchalant about the whole guarding and stuff. Well, he gets, he gets set up in his roll later and we're walking. And I kid you not, three steps in, he started descending like it was like he was on an escalator going down <laughs> and it was happening so slow. It was like slow motion and the longest three seconds possible in my life. <laughs> and, you know, I, I think, Hey man, I'll work out. I'll be able to always catch somebody and make sure they don't fall. <laughs> it was like dead. You know, babies are dead weight. Just imagine yeah. old, like senior citizen can't control completely flaccid and he's like going down <laughs> going down and my pride is getting ready to really sink because someone had to come over and help me i had no belt right no gate belt or anything and he's right. like completely down and so we are max assisting two of us maxes of two times two to get this guy up and that ended our session all we did <laughs> was make sure that he was okay they <laughs> caught his breath and had the strength just to walk out after after he got um, his his bearing, so that's a fail to me because it was more or less like you know, hey, 
don't overdo it in school. They try to put fear in, in everybody, but uh, no, it's real out there. You got to always <laughs> take your, take those precautions, especially with certain populations. Well, that's saying better safe than sorry. It's a real thing, huh? Right. <laughs> <laughs> so that's where that saying comes from. <laughs> Four months in, I thought I had it though. You know what? I'll <laughs> Right, right. Oh, man, we're so cocky when we're young and just out and we rule the world. Why is that? Uh, I don't know. I mean, not everyone, but, uh, you know, it's a it's a blend between cockiness and confidence. Right. Because I think when you don't have any experience, you're cocky. When you actually have experience, it's confidence. (laughs) Okay, right. I guess we're cocky because we're we're coming off all time high. Like we pass all the exams in order to pass, you know, to... um, graduate grad school, and then we just fresh off the boards, you can't tell us nothing because we remember so much from just the boards itself, like, you know, rote memory. But then that that clinical experience is a whole nother animal. Right, right. So so tell me, what, what, what did you end up doing with this guy? Was it really just endurance or did he have some kind of like syncope or hypertension or, you know, like, was he conscious when he was going to see like alert and oriented? Yeah, he was. He just like looking at me like, see, this is what I told you. This is what I'm <laughs> it's happening. Right? Happening. Is what... It's happening so slow. And it was exactly how he described. He's like, when, when he first told me the subject, he was like, it comes and I can't do anything about it. And sure enough, I couldn't do anything about it. You couldn't do but, anything about it. Um, I just, I, I just think it was like a, endurance piece but it was random i couldn't i i think it was definitely something more involved than just neuromuscular because it was a red flag right leon even he didn't even consider the red flags <laughs> when in the subjective right. but uh no i just think it was definitely something else what i in terms of to answer your question what i did with it we just did all i knew was bridges clamshells straight leg raises a couple partial squats with on the rollator and that was it um, yeah, yeah. He did say over time that it happened less and less. But again, I can't really contribute it to what we did because maybe he walked less, maybe stood less. I, I really don't know. Right. I don't think I ever figured out while I was there what was going on. Sure. I mean, that's that's not easy. That's not a normal case anyway. But I'm just thinking this guy's in his 90s and he falls too many, who knows how many times a week. And, you know, <laughs> that's like a death. That's that. That just leads to death usually, in, in someone so old. You know, like they fall, they break a hip, and then no one hears from them, and then that's like such a bad thing. That broken hip, like it's or or even if they just minimally break their hip, like an older individual who's that weak or whatever is going on, they just like rapidly lose function after that first broken hip. You know, and he's just lucky he didn't have multiple broken hips. Right. Yeah, and the thing yeah. is, I, I it's. When I look back at it, I I definitely handled that all wrong. Like I was I was all over the place. I didn't refer him back immediately to say, okay, look, this is not normal. Get this checked out because I do believe he said he's been to the, like he had a referral. He's a Medicare patient. He had a referral. So again, I I think on a couple of levels it was just missed, or maybe we just didn't understand what the severity was, or figured out what it really was. For sure. Well, I mean, a physician, who knows? He just could have complained he's fallen. The physician thinks it's balance or strength, and then it, that's it. Because, you know, how long does the average physician listen to a patient, right? According to the research, it's like tw- less than 20 seconds. So. <laughs> Here's a script for PT, and this guy's like rambling on about falling slowly. That's it. So, yeah. All right. Well, that's an awesome story. I was like smiling and laughing. <laughs> while you're leading up to it because i can just imagine what's going to happen i'm just i i thought he was 
you I thought what well, I thought you were going to say is when you came back after doing your notes, he was going to have like fallen off of the bike and like got stuck between two tables or something when you're kind of <laughs> painting that picture. But it, this is this is just as funny. Well, thanks. I'm sorry. I'm sorry I let you down a tad bit, but I, or you wanted to be even more <laughs> awful than it could have I wanted it to be like this epic thing, like he's stuck between two tables no. or something. And it's like, no, man, no. off the bike. <laughs> I just, I just know I was a completely, I was like, oh, because again, I had a little bit of confidence that, I, you know, four months in, I'm feeling a little confident. I got a couple people better, I thought. And then um, that happened and I needed help from other people that already had been there for some time and I was trying to prove that I was on my way and it was like, ah, now you're not there yet. All right. Well, that's awesome, man. Every time, every time we podcast or talk, you always make me laugh. So. <laughs> my man, thanks for having me. Right, yeah. <laughs> and that's one of the main reasons other than his awesome videos, why I follow the performance talk on Instagram. He, he gives good information, but two, three times a year, there'll be like the funniest <laughs> video you've ever seen. <laughs> so uh, so where can people follow you? Because I already gave you a shout out, but you tell you tell everyone where they can follow you, where your clinic is, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah, so I um, I have my own practice in Charlotte, North Carolina. It's called Movement Solutions Physical Therapy. The website is PT Movement Solutions, all one word, um, dot com. And then I, uh, as far as Instagram goes, is the Performance Doc D O C at the end, um, all one word, and Feel free to direct message me if you have any questions or want to connect. I'm all in it for just meeting as many people people as possible and just connecting and learning from like-minded or, you know, even way more smarter than I am. That's why I'm on the podcast with Dr. E. So. <laughs> oh, that's great. Don't forget, uh, he also has a podcast too. Oh, I'm sorry. Yes. Um, podcast is called Two Docs with Two Cents. We update it with a new episode every Monday at 6 a.m. Check it out. And check out my, my uh, I have two episodes on the Two Docs of Two Cents podcast, and uh, we get into some great topics, especially the last one where we basically call out all those loaded-only therapists, which uh, <laughs> we're not done with that message, that's for sure. Not, never. Like, right. I, I think we still have a part three in us. Uh, give them some time to digest those first two, and then we'll go back after. All right, but it won't be two years from now. No. No, sir. All right. Thanks for coming on the podcast. Thank you for having me. Well, you can find me, uh, Dr. E, at Modern Rehab Mastery. That's our new online mentoring program. It includes modern manual therapy, modern patient education, and modern strength training. It's three months with three mentors. So one month with each mentor, four weeks, tons of modules, lots of CEUs, learn at your own pace for a month, then move on. Um, so go beyond the seminar. You also get chat room um, with your mentees and mentors and live Q&As every week. Check out all my products, Edge Mobility System. We have the new Edge ISTM toolbox that includes the Edge Mobility Star and the OG Edge Mobility Tool, our Edge Restriction System BFR cuffs. That's part of Dr. Kyle Coffey's Modern Strike Training BFR Certificate. Uh, I hope to see you at a live eclectic approach course soon. That's Modern Manual Therapy. Um, in U.S., Canada, and South America. And uh, make sure to rate Untold Physio Stories five stars on Apple Podcasts. You could also subscribe on Google Podcasts, Stitcher, and Spotify. And as always, you guys have an awesome day.